Hey guys, welcome back to Be the Main Character with Bianca. I hope you're having an amazing Friday. I know I'm posting this on a different day. It just happened to work out better with my week to post this on Friday. And today is June 2nd, the same day this is being posted. It's my first summer Friday of the year and it's going amazing so far. I'm doing like a little Friday reset. If you guys listened to my episode a week ago, you know that I switched my schedule around a little bit with work, that I'm working four tens and I have all the Fridays in the summer off. And I just realized that's a real thing that people do in offices as well as like summer Fridays where either they work remote or they just have Fridays off or like it's a half day. So that's really cool. I didn't know that was like a real thing until recently. So if you're experiencing your summer Fridays too, I hope it's going fantastic. So far, I've had a very productive morning. I made breakfast. I had my pre-workout. I made my bed. I cleaned my room last night, so that was already done. I did like a little cleanup, a 30-minute reset of my apartment, so everything's clean now for while I leave for the weekend. I won't be leaving it like a mess for my roommate. Um, so yeah, I've had a very good morning after this. I'm going to install my air conditioner, and then I am going to go work out. And my brothers have prom tonight. Like, why am I old? So I'm going to get ready for that and go ahead over there. And then after we do their prom pictures and watch them like promenade after that, I'm going to head up to the lake, which I'm very excited about. But last weekend was Memorial Day weekend, which is the unofficial start to summer and it was the best Memorial Day weekend. I could not have made it any better. The weather was amazing one day it was almost 90 degrees the water is still freezing at the lake but it just hasn't adjusted yet but I still went in twice and it was just it was nice I read a ton I went on walks on Monday which was Memorial Day me and my dad did the Murph challenge which you start with a mile run and then you do the workout portion and then you do another mile run so we did that on Monday and then I jumped in the lake after that because I was so hot it's a hard workout, but it's all for a really good reason. If you don't know what it is, I definitely suggest you look it up and maybe give it a shot next year. It was overall just such a good weekend being outside a ton. I finished a book. I read Heartbones in about six days by Colleen Hoover, and it was really good. I gave it four stars, I believe. Hold on. Let me check on that. Yes, I gave it four stars. It was really good. It kept me really intrigued, and I really enjoyed it. It is definitely look up the trigger warnings just like any other book, but I really enjoyed it. It's also a good summer book because it takes place like on a beach in Texas with like in like a beachy town on a beach house. So it was like the perfect summer kickoff book and I'm so excited for all the books I want to read this summer. Now I'm reading Daisy Jones in the Six, and I'm about a hundred and something pages in. I don't know how I feel about it yet. I definitely like it, but the way the book is written is so different, which is gives a really cool touch to the book, but I'm not sure how much I like it yet. It's very different than what I typically read, but I'm gonna obviously keep reading it. I'm actually gonna try and finish it this weekend, which leads me into my next point, which is for the summer, my goal is to read a book a week or a book every two weeks. If it's like a, you know, if it's a 500 page book, I doubt I'm going to be able to get through it in a week. So that's my goal is to read a book a week or a book every two weeks throughout the summer. That way I can kind of, you know, make sure I'm hitting the numbers for my 50 book challenge for the year. 
And also for me, I just find it a lot easier to read during the summer when I'm sitting on the lake. That's pretty much all I do unless I'm in the water. But if I'm just, you know, laying out, I just read a ton. I read at night. I read while everyone's just like chilling, getting ready for bed. I just read way more in the summer and I've just gotten into a really good night routine where I can give myself about, you know, 45 minutes to an hour to read now, which leads me into my next point, which is it's June now. So that means I am done my 31 days of at least 30 minutes of movement challenge for the month of May. And I'm very proud of myself. And I learned a couple things that I wanted to share with you guys. As you guys know, I kept saying I felt like I was in a little bit of a fitness funk. And for one, I just want to say that I talk about this a lot. The words that you constantly say and repeat to yourself and say out loud and vocalize to others and just vocalize in general become true. So I kept saying by fault of my own, you know, I feel like I'm in a fitness funk. I feel like I'm in a fitness funk. I don't feel like I really enjoy fitness anymore the way I used to. I don't know what changed. Like, And I would just keep saying those things all the time. And so I really worked on not only committing to the movement for the month, but also committing to the language and the way I spoke about fitness and, you know, the experience around it. Because the words you say are just so important. And if you keep telling yourself, you know, I'm in a fitness funk, I'm in a fitness funk, like you're going to be in a fitness funk because it's all you're talking about. So not only did I stick with the movement, I stuck with the, you know, the better language around it. And I just want to give you guys a couple things I learned throughout this challenge. I won my mornings back, which I'm so happy about. I'm consistently getting up at 445 in the morning um, Monday through Thursday, sometimes Friday with my summer Fridays, it's kind of, uh, you know, up in the air. What time I'm going to be waking up on those days? Some days I'll be at the lake too on Fridays, like Friday morning, I'll wake up the lake. So who knows? Fridays is kind of like a, we'll figure it out day today. For example, my body naturally woke up at seven. So that was pretty good. Um, but I won my work mornings back And I just feel like I get so much done in the morning. I'm in such a better mood once I get to work. I feel like I accomplished something for the day. And I've just gotten to much better morning habits. And with winning my morning, I also gained my relaxation in the evenings. So when I come home, you know, I or I don't have to head straight to the gym or I don't have to think about, you know, all day while I'm at work. After this, I have to go to the gym because... I'm tired after work. I don't want to go to the gym and push myself to be the best. I do that much better in the morning. That's just how I always have been. And that's why I was struggling with this. And so I've gauged my evenings back. I have such a good nighttime routine now that I've just gotten into. And it's allowed me more time for other things that I want to do, like reading. I've been plowing through books now because I've, you know, given myself this extra time to do other things in my evening that now I have you know 45 minutes to an hour every night to read and I enjoy it so much and my hatch you guys know how I feel about my hatch has made it the experience of a lifetime okay I switched down my wind down routine on my hatch which if you don't know what that is it's just pretty much you tap your hatch and each time you tap it it goes through a different part of like your nighttime routine so mine is set up For the first time I tap it, it's like a warm light 
a warm what am i trying to say here a bright warm light and that stays on for about an hour and the sound it has sounds like i'm at the lake so it's like birds chirping like wind blowing it sounds like you're in like that kind of atmosphere like a lake or i don't want to say a forest because it's not a forest you guys know what i'm talking about like if you're in like the heart of like new hampshire maine those kinds of areas that's what it sounds like and it's fantastic for when i'm missing the lake so i read while that's happening and then the next one goes to a red light and that means i have about 15 minutes to like wind down and like get ready to sleep and that's perfect. Um, red light is supposed to be good for a ton of things. It's not an actual. It's not an actual UV red light, but still, the idea is there. And so once that goes off, I know I have about fifteen minutes before it's time for me to like go to sleep or try to start going to sleep. So I take my magnesium supplement, my sleep spray, and I start winding down. You know, getting ready to go to bed. And then after that, the light turns off and it's a rainstorm. And that's what I sleep with throughout the night. It's amazing. I love it so much. And then my hatch wakes me up in the morning. Most of the time I've been waking up before the actual alarm sound goes off just from the mimic of the sunrise, which has been really nice. So that's been amazing. So my night routine has just become something that I really enjoy, which has been probably the biggest advantage of going to the gym and gaining back my mornings. Next thing I noticed was improved mental well-being and clarity, focus, increased productivity, more energy, and just better overall mood. I just feel like I've been so much happier since committing to this and just really getting into better routines and finding what works for me really well and figuring out what was the root cause of, you know, why did I feel like I was in a fitness funk and it was really short and sweet. It was that I didn't like working out after work. That was it. That was all I needed to change and getting up earlier so that I had that time in the morning to be productive and get stuff done. And then I had my afternoons to get to also get some stuff done, but not as much not feeling like I have to come home and do all this stuff before I can sit down and relax. So overall, I'm really glad I did it. And a ton of people reached out to me about it and said, you know, I need to do this. Like, I just need to commit to this. And my biggest thing that I was saying to people was the most important thing for me was making sure I was aware of the fact that 30 minutes of anything yoga walking is always better than zero minutes of movement and getting that in that my head that even if I wasn't you know strength training or running or anything like that I was still getting in daily movement and that was what was most important because that daily movement is what affects you know my mood my productivity everything like that and that if I was getting it done that was still an accomplishment no matter what type of movement it was so getting it out of your head that you know this type of exercise is what benefits me the most so if I'm not doing that it's not worth it that's just not true so if you're listening to this and you're like I need this do it for the month of June just commit to 30 minutes a day of any type of movement every single day and just track how it affects you track what your benefits are from from this what you gained from it and you're going to notice such a difference and 
you're also going to create a habit within those 30 days, which is really nice because moving your body is always a great habit to have. So for the month of June, I'm actually doing another type of challenge, but this one is for a much better cause. I'm running 50 miles in the month of June for the Alzheimer's Association. It's called the Longest Day 50 Mile Challenge, and it's to bring awareness and donations to people who suffer with Alzheimer's and dementia and this is a really important cause for me because I have worked with memory care patients for years. It's where I started my healthcare career and it has taught me so much. It's turned me into the nurse that I am today. Those experiences, those patients, those stories have developed me as a person and a nurse but those things will stick with me forever and if it wasn't for those patients, I would be such a different person. I wouldn't have the qualities that I have now as a nurse. Um, for example, I learned so much about patients. I just owe a lot to them, and I feel like this is the least I could do. So if you guys want to donate, I'm going to put the link in my link tree, which is in my Instagram bio. So if you head over to my Instagram, which is just Bianca underscore Villers, and go to that link, it should be the top link in my link tree and I think it just says Alzheimer's donations and you can go and donate there I've almost hit my donation goal which was $200 obviously I would love to go above that but I'm almost there I think I'm only like $15 away which is amazing I've had a lot of family donate to it which is great and yesterday which was June 1st I did my first two miles after I get off this podcast I think I'm gonna go run about three or four miles we'll see how I'm feeling it's pretty hot outside so we'll see and then I'm gonna run a ton this weekend up at the lake as well so I'm very excited to be doing this challenge and as of right now I'm not in the best running shape of my life meaning that I just haven't been consistently running long distances I've been running a lot just not you know anything more than like 5k's so I'm curious to see how I feel at the end of June to compare to how I feel now which now that I'm into it I'm like oh am I gonna be able to do this but I know I can you can do anything you set your mind to and the fact that it's for a cause that's so much bigger than me is also gonna push me along which I think is really nice and yeah, so I'm excited to talk to you guys at the end of June when this is done and see how I feel about it then. Also, one more life update. I had an alcohol-free Memorial Day weekend and I don't know what's to come for the rest of the summer in terms of that, but I felt like I missed out on absolutely nothing. I enjoyed having no alcohol. I really didn't even, it didn't cross my mind, not once. And yeah, I really enjoyed it. And I think I will continue for the month of June to just have no alcohol and just see how it goes. For this, um, it's really nothing crazy. I'm not pressuring myself not to drink alcohol. I'm not doing it for any crazy reason, just besides the fact of fact that I don't really enjoy alcohol, so I don't see the purpose for it anymore. And I never really have enjoyed alcohol. There's like the drinks I've told you guys before when I've talked to you guys about this I enjoy margaritas and I enjoy this certain wine and every once in a while dirty Shirley's if they're made right but majority of the time they're not made right unless I make them because I make them very light-handed because I don't really like alcohol which then I should just have a regular dirty not a regular dirty Shirley I should just have a regular Shirley Temple is what I'm now realizing 
and you can have a virgin margarita so easily. So, and I want to make cute little mocktails and muddle fruit, and I love mocktails. They're so good. They're so good, and I don't even need the fake alcohol in it. I know a lot of people like to do that because some people that are, you know, grown-ups like the taste of alcohol, and I'm just not one of those part. I'm apparently not a grown-up. I don't know. But I really enjoyed it. I really didn't even think about it much. I just thought I would share with you guys because I've been talking to you guys about how I'm kind of curious about just, you know, not having alcohol in my life anymore. So I figured I would share with you guys, and I'll keep you updated on how June goes. So let's get into today's topic, which the name of this episode is going to be Seasonal Reset. So first, I want you to realize that we are six months into the year. So we're going to do a six-month check-in with your New Year's goals. We're in our J-to-J check-in, which is our January to June check-in for the year. So remember all those goals and promises and things you wanted to do at the beginning of the year. Maybe they're going amazing. Maybe you've stuck really well with them and you're like, I'm killing it this year. And maybe you're like, I'm not killing it the way I wanted to kill it. That is okay. Life happens. Things happen. And we're going to take this time of our six month check in. We're going to look at our goals. And we're going to renew and review. I'm going to tell you what that means. So we're going to go through that list of those goals or your vision board. Even if it's like collecting dust and it's like not somewhere you can see every day, please take it out and put it somewhere you can visualize it every day. That's what the vision board is for. For example, mine is right next to my bed. I see it every single day consistently. I'm actually looking at it right now from where my computer is, where I'm recording this podcast, my vision board is right next to me I look at it every single day multiple times a day all day it's in a very easy place to spot I remember hello I recommend you put yours in a space where you can see it consistently as well and if you haven't made a vision board for this year you still can you can reset and renew any goals any point throughout the year it doesn't have to just be in January look at June as your January if you want to they both start with J that's close enough for me so this is where we're gonna go through Ooh, you know what we're gonna triple R we're gonna reevaluate renew and review <gasps> I love that so first we're gonna reevaluate our goals do our goals still make sense for the person that we are you know six months later from January for example for me I moved so a lot of things in my life changed my goals stayed pretty consistent but it took me a while to you know get back into my routines in a new place and kind of figure out you know living on my own and everything changes when you move and sometimes it can be a hard adjustment and I feel like now finally I mean I've been here for about four months four or five months something along those lines and I feel like I'm just now completely almost settled in so maybe your life changed too maybe you transferred colleges maybe you switched jobs maybe you went down a totally different career path maybe you're graduating and you're like I have no idea what's next that's okay that's why we're going to reevaluate our goals and make sure they still align with what we want for the rest of the year then we're going to renew some of the goals that we kind of just you know we stuck with some but not a ton of them For me, for example, a couple goals that I want to renew are gua shaing, 
journaling, and meditating. Those are all three things that I've loosely done throughout the year, but haven't done consistently or as consistently as I want to. Instead of looking at it like I failed those goals, I haven't been doing them consistently, I'm just going to throw them away and not do them the rest of the year. I'm just going to renew the goals and figure out, you know, where can they fit in? Where can I put them in my routines that they're going to work so that I can work on these goals every single day for you know the next six months because you still have six months left and then I want you to review and celebrate the goals that you are sticking to you know the goals that you've been consistently putting in the work with for the past six months that you're like I'm really proud that I've stuck with this for the past six months and I didn't even realize six months went by so whatever that is make sure you also celebrate Even if it's only, if you've only done two things, even if you've only done one thing consistently for the past six months, celebrate it, review it, see the difference between, you know, January you that started this goal and June you that is six months into the school and how much of a different person you are now and just make sure you celebrate it and be really proud of it. Next, I want to talk about your language for the summer season. If you keep the narrative that your schedule is crazy, you will stay in that narrative and you will feel chaotic the whole season. So change your language and approach. Write Monday through Sunday what you realistically need to get done and what days are for rest and leisure. So when things change for me, for example, even going to 10-hour shifts and having Fridays off, that's a change for me. I had to adjust my mornings. I had to adjust you know, what were my Fridays going to look like? You know, what are my days at the lake going to look like? What is my food going to look like? I, in the past, would start to panic at this and also simultaneously be happy that I was having Fridays off. But instead of of panicking, I was like, okay, there's going to be a shift in how my schedule works for the new season, for the summer season. So I went in my notes app and I wrote Monday through Friday, no, sorry, Monday through Sunday, and I looked at, you know, when are my workouts going to work on these days? When am I going to be at the lake? What's going to realistically work for content creation, for example? When am I going to film or record the podcast? And I plugged all those things in, keeping in mind that I was going to have 10-hour days Monday through Thursday. I was going to have Fridays off, and I was going to be at the lake majority of the time, Friday afternoon through Monday morning. So keeping all those things in mind, I said, okay, what does that look like for me? So for example, I knew I wasn't going to be able to work out Monday mornings anymore because I was going to be coming from the lake and going straight to work. So I adjusted that to be, okay, Monday's going to be my afternoon workout, but I'm not going to go to the gym because I know that that doesn't work for me. So it's either going to be a walk or a run. And then I was trying to figure out, okay, what day am I going to clean my apartment? Usually I do that on the weekends. When is my Sunday reset going to happen? And I said, okay. I'm going to keep my normal schedule of working out in the morning on Fridays and reset and clean my apartment, do everything I need to do. So when I come back on Monday night, I'm not super overwhelmed and I'm not thinking about it all weekend because one of my goals for myself this year is to live more in the moment. So if I know how the layout of my week is going to work and that I'm going to get all my workouts in, that I'm going to be able to go to work, that I'm going to have time to read, I'm going to have time to podcast, I'm going to be able to do content creation here, that I'm going to get everything I want to get done. As long as I can see that, visualize it, 
and make an actual plan for it, I'm not going to have to stress about it. So I highly recommend if you're someone that you're just like, oh, summer's so busy. It's so chaotic. It's so crazy. My schedule's all over the place. Like if that's your constant language, just put a plan in place of how it's not going to feel like that for you anymore. And that's honestly another reason how I stay on track throughout the summer. Next, and this kind of ties into what I was just talking about, I want you to simplify your summer in any way that you can. So something I'm doing to simplify my summer is I actually am getting my meals from a meal prepping service for the summer. Now, I've never done this before. I love cooking for myself and meal prepping and making my meals at home, but I was trying to figure out a way that I was going to be able to meal prep for the week and I was just not figuring it out unless I was going to make myself leave early from the lake on Sundays, which just sounds so silly because I want to enjoy those days at the lake. They're limited and I don't want to go home to meal prep. So I was like, okay, what can I do about this? And I found a really good company that was in my budget and that I could get meals from on Monday when I get home and have them for the few days that I'm at work. I don't even need that many meals. And then, you know, go to the lake stress-free knowing that I'm going to have meal prepped food for me. This has been a struggle for me the past two summers since we've been going to the lake and I've never found a solution for it. And finally, especially living alone now and just biting the bullet of just being like, you know what, this is going to be stress-free for me it's going to simplify my summer it's not going to be something I think about constantly and now I know okay I have fresh made meals that are healthy that I don't even have to think about I just have to bring them with me to work especially because I'm doing 10 hour days at work I bring my breakfast and my lunch with me to work I have my breakfast when I first get there and then I have my lunch later in the day and then the only meal I have at home is my dinner so I really needed something for the summer or else I was going to have to, you know, take away from my time at the lake and making memories, which just didn't seem logical to me. So instead of stressing about that, I am living in the moment throughout the weekend, enjoying my time and then just coming home to those meals made to me. It's just something I'm going to do for the summer and it's working perfect for me right now. I just did it for this week. It was amazing. The food was delicious. It was really fresh foods. Um, it was really easy to look at, you know, the protein content because that's something I'm always, you know, just trying to get a lot of protein in. It was honestly perfect. It was the best decision I made for the summer and it already has helped me tremendously. So whatever that looks like for you and your goals. So if there's something that just seems unattainable and for me, something that I consistently do, just like how I consistently work out is I majority of the time 80% of the time eat healthy and enjoy eating healthy and for me feeling frantic about my food and you know when was I going to meal prep and what was I going to eat and am I going to have to buy a salad at the cafeteria which I really don't want to do and is a waste of money I was like okay can I find a solution for this so whatever your weekly schedule looks like and whatever is causing you stress see how you can simplify that in the best way that you can look for solutions and then apply them see how they work and just simplify your summer summer is about making memories so if you can take away some of the stress of it do so next i want you to look at your categories and intentions what is your intention for this summer spring season So I want you to look at four different categories. I want you to look at your mind, 
your body, your soul, and career and finances. So for mind, for example, what is going to benefit and be good for your mental health this season? And by the way, these could all be really good journal prompts. You could even break this down into four different journal prompts. Like, okay, what is my seasonal intention for my mind? And that could be one. And then your body, soul, career, and finances. If that's something you want to do. I love when people give me things to work on. I feel like it's very valuable. So I just thought I'd throw that in there. Next is body. And I don't want you to think about body image or what you're going to look like in a bikini, anything like that. How are you going to fuel your body this season? How are you going to move your body this season? You know, what summer activities bring your body so much joy? Is it kayaking? Is it jumping in the lake? Is it is it surfing? Is it running with the sunrise? Whatever it is, what is going to bring your body fulfillment and enjoyment in this season? Next is your soul. So what hobbies are you going to do within the season and what personal interests are you going to explore for me and my soul for the summer is just spending as much time outside as I possibly can as well as reading as much as I possibly can and swimming a ton which also you know dips into um, body movement but just all those things and just you know enjoying fires and walking and all of that just everything that summer just embody embodies is what fills your soul and for me also what fills my soul is just connections with friends and family that maybe you don't get to see all the time for example, my lake house is an association, so everyone that lives on it is like friends and family. So you get to see a lot of people that you genuine are generally only see in the summer. So just, you know, seeing how much everyone's grown and especially like the kids, like when you're older, you realize things like kids grow so fast. It's crazy. I noticed that a ton this past Memorial Day weekend. And yeah, so just connecting and especially where I don't live with my family anymore, just having a few days where I do live with them is also really nice for the summer. And the next one is career and finances. And this can go two ways. So your career, maybe you're pulling back a little bit for the summer like we talked about. Maybe you have summer Fridays. Maybe you have Fridays off. Maybe your you know, schedule has adjusted to summer. Whatever that is, maybe you're a teacher, you have the summer quote-unquote off because we all know that nowadays teachers can't really have the summer off, unfortunately. So maybe you're, you know, going to your summer job, whatever that looks like. Um, maybe you're in college and you are a camp counselor over the summer and you get to see all those friends. So whatever career things are happening in your life, you know, how can you pull back on them? How can you make sure you're setting good boundaries at work, you know? Having an enjoyable, the most enjoyable experience you can while at work through the summer. And also your finances, just, you know, going over your budget. Just for me, for example, I know I have two friends or sorry, one friend getting married and then I have a cousin getting married and I'm in her wedding. So I know that this has to be a summer of saving for me because I know there's going to be a lot of expenses for me in the fall. So for me, just looking at my budget, looking at how much I realistically need to save, I'm going on a couple trips for those weddings. And yeah, so just looking at your budget and looking at the next season to come and looking at those expenses and start saving for them now. And just get really crystal clear about what your intention is for this season. For me, it is really just going with the flow 
and living in the moment, being extremely present. I want those to be core values of my summer. And maybe that's totally different for you. Maybe this is your working girl summer where you're working towards, you know, your first apartment or your first condo in the fall. And you're like, I need to work my ass off to get what I want in the fall or for the end of this year. And you're like, my main priority is work. That's okay too. Everyone's priorities and intentions are going to be totally different. So don't feel like what I'm saying is what you need to be doing as well. Make sure your intentions are crystal clear to you and your life and make sense to you. Next topic is about setting boundaries with not only yourself, but with others around you. Because summer is a busy season of graduation, baby showers, weddings, barbecues, birthday parties, everything in between. And guess what? You can't go to all of them. All right. You're going to get invited to so many things or maybe you don't. Whatever. There's a lot that goes on in the summer and majority of people aren't going to be able to make all of them because they have vacation homes. They're going on vacations. Maybe you can't get the time off work. Whatever it is, you're not going to be able to do everything this summer. And it's okay to say no and have boundaries about what you can and cannot make happen this summer. Beyond just the barbecues and birthday parties, if it's just something you don't want to be in attendance to, if it's just something that doesn't align with you, if you you can't make every you know summer trip this season because you're saving because you have fall trips planned that's okay too and those are boundaries you can set as well your friends are still gonna love you you can just tell them you know what I can't swing that right now I don't have the budget for that right now I love you guys but maybe we can do something more local that I can be in attendance to when you guys get back from said trip so whatever those boundaries look like for the summer set them and be okay with them and don't have guilt about it because it's okay. Not everyone is going to be able to make everything. Just like if you have a summer birthday, not everyone's going to be able to attend your summer birthday. As much as we want all of our favorite people with us at the same time, sometimes it just doesn't work out like that, even if they mean well, okay? So just realize that other people are also going to have their boundaries as well and we have to respect those. My next one, which I already kind of touched on earlier, is win the morning, have the rest of the day. So I feel like the best way to enjoy your summer is to just win your morning. Get all the stuff you don't really want to do done in the morning or before your work day. And then you have the work day and then you have your evening to just enjoy and live your life. So for me, I take my, you know, major priorities, which is movement and working out. And I put that at the forefront of the day. And that's probably where I might put my journaling. I'm not 100% sure, but put those things that you really to stay consistent with throughout the summer and put those in the morning and maybe wake up a little bit earlier to get more things done so that you can enjoy the rest of your day. Even if it's like a beach day and you're like, oh, I really... I'm just going to use my example. It's a beach day. Your friends want to go to the beach. Awesome. We're in. I really want to get my workout done in the morning and not think about it the rest of the day. So I might get up a little bit earlier to go get that done before my beach day because it's something of value to me. It's something that's going to make me have a better day, be in a better mood. And it's something that I committed to. I'm going to go do that first. Okay, so now I worked out. I did my skincare. I took a shower. My bed's made. And I had a really good breakfast. I'm super happy. I feel like I checked a bunch of things off that I wanted to get it 
to get done. I felt like I won the morning and now I have the rest of the day. And that's how I go about summer in a lot of ways is, you know, do all those things, have the rest of the day. So win your morning. Next one, I want to remind you that you can enjoy life in the summer after your nine to five. And I want you to actively work on doing this and having experiences and continuing to live your life throughout the summer after your nine to five. One of the best benefits of the summer is the sun stays out so much longer. So we need to soak up all those hours of sunshine and do things after our nine to five when, you know, we have the energy to do so. So do this in any way you can. It can be walks with your friends after work. It can be picnics. It can be happy hours. It can be drives to the beach, trying new restaurants. It can be wine walks for all, for all I care. I've seen that on TikTok. That looks like so much fun. I think you guys should do that and let me know how it goes, please. And these things don't have to cost a ton of money. A picnic, you can literally bring food from home or go get some fruit and cheese with your friends and eat it on the on the beach go get beach pizza and is that just a new england thing beach pizza probably so if you're not from new england i don't really know how to explain that but it's like a sweeter pizza that's cut into squares i don't know i just realized it's definitely a new england thing but i think majority of people that listen to this know what i'm talking about so <laughs> you can go get beach pizza with your friends have a picnic you know, go get acai bowls, go take a surf class. I've done that before. It was like a ladies surf night. It was so fun. Um, I wish I was less scared of the ocean. I think I would do that more. But anyways, whatever makes you happy, include that throughout your week and enjoy your evenings after your nine to five, especially during the summer. And the last thing I'm going to be talking about for your seasonal reset is habits. Habits become easy once you find a place for them. So for me, I like to find a way to simplify them. And when you're looking at your goals or renewing your goals and you need to find a place to stick these habits that you're trying to introduce, find a way to make it simpler. So for me, for example, vitamins are something I try to take every single day and I do pretty good with it. And the reason I do good with it now is because it's not included in my morning routine. I bring them with me to work. I put them in my work bag for the week and I have it when I have my first break of the day at work rather than trying to have them while I'm rushing out the door before I get to not rushing out the door. But I have enough things to do in the morning. Vitamins are not the first thing on my mind in the morning so I bring them with me to work and that habit is that stays at work and it just simplifies it for me another one is I have my probiotics right after I finish doing my makeup they're just in the same vicinity as my makeup so as soon as I'm done doing my makeup I wash my hands and I have my probiotics which you're probably thinking why don't you bring those to work too sometimes I do um, but sometimes I just see them and I take them really quickly and they're just the gummies I don't have to take like you know the seven vitamins that I take I just like take them and they're apple flavored and they're really yummy so it's not that difficult Another thing I do, and I especially make myself do this at the lake, and I've been doing this for about three or four months, is I always make myself eat something and have at least a bottle of water before I drink caffeine or coffee. This is really good for your gut health, and I am very enthusiastic about gut health, and I really never thought about this, but just having coffee on an empty stomach is really just not good for you, especially having caffeine on an empty stomach is not good for you. So I always make myself drink 
some water and eat something even if it's a piece of fruit before I have my coffee and I make myself do this at the lake as well because I used to just the first thing I would have was coffee at the lake not even thinking about it but now I get up and the first thing I do after I do my skincare and brush my teeth is I start drinking water while I like make breakfast and make my coffee I let my coffee cool down and then I try even sometimes have another bottle of water and then I have my coffee so if that's like something you want as part of your routine just make a conscious effort at it and like I said while you're seasonally resetting we're looking at those goals from January and how can we plug them into our life right now so find ways to create habits and put them in places that are going to work for you and that are going to be something you can do consistently next I want to kind of talk about some fun things so I want to talk about my mini summer bucket list with you guys just because I think it's really fun and a lot of other podcasters have been doing summer bucket list episodes and I didn't want to do a whole episode on that so I figured I would just like pop it into this seasonal reset episode so my first one is I want to go to a farm or a farmer's market to get um you know fruit and seasonal vegetables I am like I said not meal prepping throughout the summer but I still you know have fruit fresh fruit and vegetables in my house to snack on and I would love to just go to a farmer's market I think it's a social event as well I always think there's like cute shops and you know small businesses and fresh flowers and I just think it's an experience and I think it'd be really fun so I want to get around to doing that at some point this summer I'd probably do it on a Friday since I'm not home on the weekends I want to do that at least once or twice this weekend this weekend this summer season next is I want to I'm putting this in quotes cold plunge because the water is going to warm up at the beach and it's going to warm up very quickly at the lake so I'm not even considering the lake but I go on most of my runs in the morning and I want to a couple times go in the ocean right after I'm done running and then just go home shower off and do my thing but I just think it would be really fun I know the water's gonna warm up but it never really gets that warm and I just want to literally just go in Duncan and get out because I'm not a huge fan of the ocean it really kind of freaks me out um and for no reason other than I am just really scared of sharks. They're coming closer and closer to New England, and it really freaks me out. It's their home, so I'm going to let them have it. And I that's why I'm a lake girl. But anyways, I want to do that a couple times this summer. Maybe it'll become a routine. Who knows? And I'm not calling it a real cold plunge because it's not. But just like a, you know, something to just wake me up. Be fun. I think it'd be really fun. My next one, which I already talked to you guys a little bit about, is to read a book every week or every two weeks. And next one is to read and have a picnic on the beach, whether it's with friends. Oh, my gosh, that would be so fun to have, like, everyone reading their own books and have, like, a picnic on the beach. That would be fun. Okay, yes, I I think I want to do it with friends. and I also want to do it solo. So I want to do that this summer. I love beach picnics. And then... The last one is I want to go on more walks and run with runs without music. I think it's really good for for not only being extremely present and just, you know, noticing the sounds around you, noticing the smells around you, but also when you just let your mind roam like that without any external factors, I just think you come up with so many more ideas and your ideas just flow better. And I'm always just, you know, looking for, you know, more ideas of content, more ideas for this podcast. And I think it would just be so good to let my mind just roam, like kind of like how it does in the shower. 
but on just a different level. So I want to go on a few runs and walks this summer without my music. And that's that for my summer bucket list. And my next category that I want to talk to you guys about, which is also just like another fun little segment, is my favorite things for the summer. These are products and things I just absolutely love. So the first one is my Yeti Tumbler for iced coffee. I got my Yeti last September as like a grad present to myself to bring my coffee into work every day because I do make my coffee at home. And it just keeps my coffee cold for hours. So if I don't if I don't drink it because I'm busy or something, it's still going to be cold and just the same and not watered down. And then I bring my Yeti with me to the lake and do the same thing there because it's obviously very hot there as well. And if I want to keep it for a couple hours, I can. And I also bring my Yeti on me with my walks and just have iced coffee walks, which I absolutely adore. So love that. Love my Yeti. Next is probably my favorite out of this whole list is my book sleeve. It's mine is from a company called Book Barn and Galore. And she's a small business. She's on Etsy. She's on Instagram. Her stuff is so cute. Mine is a friend's theme book sleeve. I forget what size mine is, but it can fit hardcovers and um, paperbacks. And mine can fit about two paperbacks unless it's like a really big book. But for example, last weekend I put... Um, Heartbones in there and Daisy Jones in the six because I knew I was going to finish Heartbones and they both fit in there perfectly. And then it's just a book sleeve. It just protects your book and it's like a little loop with a button to just keep your books inside. And I was getting stressed out last summer about transporting my books back and forth. I felt like they were just getting ruined on the car rides or just being like packed in my random bags. And I just I like keeping my books in somewhat good condition. And I just love my book sleeve. I also throw my phone in there sometimes and just like bring that down with me to the lake and just like put my phone in there if I'm like going to go swim or something. It's perfect. I really love it. I feel like it protects my books, gives them a place to put them. I just love it. And I love it for traveling back and forth. My next one is face sunscreen. Now, listen, I am an SPF daily wearer every day and have been for the past three or four years. When I saw an esthetician post about, you know, how much sun damage can affect your skin, which obviously we know, but I didn't know that you were supposed to wear sunscreen throughout the whole year until someone posted about it. Now I wear sunscreen every single day. And like I said, I have been for about three or four years. So if you're not on the train, hop on it because we want good skin for good long life. So my favorite one is the Sun Bum Face 50 sunscreen I don't really think it needs to be 50 I don't think sunscreen works beyond 20 I think a scientist said that don't quote me on it because I'm not 100% sure if it's true but regardless the sun bomb one doesn't make me break out it works great I also have the Kiehl's one to try I hope that one doesn't make me break out I'll keep you guys updated but I've been using the sun bomb one forever I really like it and I use it every single day. But if you're just hopping on the train now, it's okay. I won't yell at you. But hop on it quick. Get that. Use an SPF daily on especially your face, but also everywhere else. But especially your face throughout all the seasons. But that's a good habit to start in the summer season. Next one is matching sets. Matching lounge sets. Matching any matching set. I love a matching set. 
I have ones from Old Navy, a 10 from Amazon. I get compliments on them all the time. You just feel put together even though you're not. It's like a pajama. It's like an upgraded pajama set. But still, it looks cute. So I'm always a fan of matching sets. My next one is linen pants. You can wear them out, but you can also wear them as like a, as a swimsuit somewhat cover up. Like sometimes I'll just put those on with my bathing suit if I'm, you know, not going immediately in the water and you look kind of put together because it looks like almost like a crop top situation with linen pants. I don't know. It's cute. I really like it. I like the way they fit on my body. I'm short and they work for me. I like the linen pants. Next one is I've been doing forever. Button down shirts as cover ups. You can go thrift them. Both of uh, two of mine I have are thrifted. One's from Marshalls. All very inexpensive. I use them as cover ups all the time. I just walk around the lake like that. It's my favorite thing. All right. I love it. And my next one, oh my gosh, my next one is kind of two, but my reading light for the lake, because if everyone's around or if everyone's going to bed and I'm up late because I need to finish a book, for example, I needed to finish Where the Crawdads Sing last year because I was at a really intense part of the book and I had to finish it that night. Couldn't go to bed, need to finish it. But everyone else was going to bed, so I had no light. So now I have this reading light that wraps around my neck, so it just lays there. I don't have to mess with it. And it has two lights on the end of it, so I can read my book without disturbing everyone else because it only puts light on the book. It's perfect. It's amazing. I absolutely love it. Also, if you're at your house and you just like mood lighting and your mood lighting isn't bright enough to see your book, that's another perfect reason for it because I also had that problem as well where I would put on like my starlight or I would put on my sunset lamp and it wasn't bright enough for me to read my book or to even journal that's another thing you can use it for so my reading light is linked on my Amazon storefront which is also on my link tree in my Instagram bio and my TikTok bio it's amazing it's like seven dollars I think and it was it was a really great investment I use it all the time also, going off that, we have an orange light bulb at my lake house, and when I'm reading, I love reading near that orange light bulb. I don't know what it is, but I absolutely love it, and I want to get those for my living room here at my house, and yeah, I just love a colored light bulb. I don't know. Something about it just, especially the orange, just gives the coziest vibe. I don't know what it is, but yeah. Love it. Anyways, that is going to wrap up today's episode. I think this might be my longest episode to date. This was just such a fun episode. I love a reset. I love a seasonal reset. It's just a good feeling. I love checking in six months into the year and just seeing, you know, what have I done? What can I do better? What am I going to renew? What did I say earlier? It was really good. I remember I said reevaluate, renew, and review. The three R's. I love that. But yeah, I hope you guys have an amazing summer season and I can't wait to experience it with you guys. And as always, I hope you have an amazing rest of your week and I will talk to you guys next week. Bye, guys.